What up, y'all? This is Amani, and you are now listening to The Ville Radio Show on Pure Radio. Party people, what's going on? This is The Ville Radio Show. You just tuned in. You're now rocking with the blessed. Listen, man, it's 103.7 FM, 1320 AM. It's your boy, Jay Julius. You already know, I got my um, my co-defendants in the building with me. Who the who? There you go. I was wondering if you was going <laughs> to do it, man. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Shark Dog in the building. And y'all already know who this is. It's the one and only, the most talented, the most gifted. We in the building. Oh, man. Shit, boy. So, okay. Yes. <laughs> Big feel. We in here. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, baby. Yo, fellas, listen, man. Valentine's Day is coming up Tuesday. What are y'all doing? Yo, listen. Before we go any further, I need to say this. One of my pet peeves is when people say Valentine's Day with an M. I didn't say times. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just letting y'all know from the from the jump. But the, Valentine's Day. But you might have just started something. I'm just saying. It's Valentine's. No, it's Valentine's. I'm about to. I'm about to. Can I put a, a patent on that? Sure. Valentine's. Yeah. Yo, everybody out there, it's Valentine's. We rocking live. You know what I'm saying? So listen. So man, I have no idea what I'm gonna do for my wife. Yeah. Straight up. It's hard every year, man. Oh, every year. I like. I, I'm tired, like, and I'm only in year number five, and I don't know what to do next. I done did a couple of five things. years. I'm gonna tell you this: five years, man. Sure well, we actually gonna be six years this year, but wow. we five and some five or six, five or some some months or some days. Yo, you better get it I right, blew brother. Valentine's Day last year. What'd you do? Nothing. Are you serious? Nothing. I I took a stand. I said, look, this is cheesy. The corporations want us to buy stuff. I'm not spending my money on their stuff. It didn't go well. Yeah, I imagine no, did. I, 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 I probably pulled that before. I I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. We, you know, we we well, what, what are we? 15 years in or something like that. I done pulled a lot of stunts. Listen, well, who are you talking to right now? Well, you know, I got my wife in the building. Oh, oh I got my oh, wife oh, in the building. I got my wife in the oh, building. There oh, you go. The Bill Radio Show. We done brought the wives here to you know talk about love and all that good stuff or whatever. So we got we got our people in the building. Yeah, especially since it's Valentine's Day coming up, we wanted to do the. Bill Radio Show Valentine's Day Thank special. You know what I'm saying? And we got the beautiful, beautiful babes. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't, don't introduce me yet. Okay. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and play my song first, and then we'll come back and introduce them. Yeah, it you is. know what I'm saying? Because y'all said I could run my song first. And here's the thing. Um, I'm going to butt up my wife with this song first so she don't get on the air talking crazy and, and talking about me and all that good stuff, all right? Feel well, me. she's going to talk about you. I know she's going to talk about me or whatever, so... Anyway, I just you know, we just need to remember that God is merciful and graceful. That's what all the women need to remember in their hearts before they get on the air, you know what I'm saying, talking crazy. He forgives every mistake that we've ever he made. He forgives everything. You no, know what I'm saying? He casts us in the sea of forgetfulness. Amen. You Glory should do God, the same. Though. Hallelujah. Yes. yes. Yes, man. We just have we need to gospel our wives' hearts and everything else. So all that good stuff. So listen, you're rocking with the Ville Radio Show. 103.7 FM, 13:20 AM, Pure Radio. I'm about to launch it to my song, and um, you know, lightweight cat, you might know who he is or whatever. It's my man Phil Collins, Two Hearts. I'm going with this song right here because like, it's just something in it. Number one, I always loved this song since I was a young man. You know what I mean? But like, when I think about my wife, it's that whole two hearts on one mind. The whole chorus he's hitting, this whole till the end of time, he's just talking about love, like. That joint's just eternal, man. Like, that joint's bigger than life. You ain't nothing you could do with it. So, that's how I feel about my baby. You know what I mean? Yo, DJ, run the track, man. Oh, 
That's my joint, man. Phil Collins is that dude, bro. Phil Collins is that dude, bro. He's that dude. He's that dude all day. That's one of my favorite right there. Yo, listen. So we back. Ville Radio Show. You know what I'm saying? Phillies hit him, man. Rocking with the Ville Radio Show, man. I mean, I was going to let you go to do it, but we already in here. Pure 103.7 FM, 1320 AM, Jacksonville, Florida. But if you living on the outside, you can get to down, download the Pure Radio app. Holler at your boys, them, and get online and listen to us every Saturday at 6 p.m., man. Yeah. That was nice. Sure. You're a hey, radio sure. personality, man. You really are. You know, for real. What can I say, man? I mean, like I said, it's going to be a lot of prideful moments, and that one right there, I'm not ashamed to say. Uh, I am that guy, you know, when it comes to that. So. Hey, but, hey, but listen, you know what, Phil? I know we talked about this the other day, but like in church Sunday, they ran out the one video about the worship uh, night we got coming up. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Man, man, man. I am looking forward to that, brother. I'm looking forward to that. March 3rd, man. It's going to, I think it's. I, I think the Ville Church as we know it is going to change as of March 3rd um, by the grace of God and um, uh, by our faith, praying that it goes really well. But um, with everything, worship night, our first worship night at the Ville Church, and um, it is hosted by the Women's Quarterly um, starting at 6 p.m. I think it's going to be an amazing night. Uh, the Women's Quarterly decided to put together this uh, night and they invited the men to come join Mo- with us. Most definitely, men are in the building. We're gonna get into the theology of worship and and go into that, and then we're gonna experience some worship. And so, I think it's gracious that the ladies would let us show up at the building and hang out with them. Speaking of the ladies, night. speaking of the ladies, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I say this real quick? Because I brought this up, like you know, the video that y'all played to advertise the worship night was amazing. But Phil, your beard was a little peasy, bro. A little peasy. I know, man. But we you know what? It's all relax good. On that it's two no. brush strokes would have been straight. Nah, but you know yeah. what? It's all good though because it shows. You know what I'm saying? What 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 I what I'm hoping that happens is that brothers out there with nappy beards all over understand that they can worship God as well, yeah. and they ain't got to come and brush their joint to come through That's the church. Yeah, we you can come everybody. to the Deville Church. We as accept all nappy, dreaded beards. Come worship with us. As you are. As, as you, you are. are. You know what I'm saying? As you are. What? Yep. As most your beard definitely. is. As, as your beard <laughs> is. That's the scripture right yeah. there. All right. So, hey, so we're in Proverbs. Okay. Man, yo, introduce the ladies, man. We got the ladies up in here. We being. We acting, we acting crazy. Y'all kick cool. it off, man. Y'all kick it off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Damn, shirt dog. I'm going to go first. This is my, uh, if I'm shirt dog, I guess this is uh, my shirt cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get, can I get a little meow? No, I'm not the shirt cat. I'll go by Jen shirt. Thank you. Out of my. Okay, that's my wife. Her name's Jennifer and shirt cat meow. And she's in the building. We're going to talk about some stuff real quick here. Want to give her one, one meow. And you say meow at me one more time. Meow. All right, here we go. <laughs> and you already know, um, I got my good thing in here. Um, she's my shooter, my hitter, my hitter, literally. Uh, she will hit you about me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, she's the real deal. Uh, this is my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wife, uh, Jalen. What's up, Jville Duval? Bom, bom. Did she just shoot some guns? She did. She just shot some guns. Put the guns away, Jalen. We all know whose wife is a thug up in here, all right? That's what it is. Yo, this is Jay Giuliolis. I got my wife, Lana Harris, over here. Babe, say hello to the world. What's up, Jayville? Lana's in the building. Uh, Who are you? Have you done this before? (laughs) No. True indeed. So we got the wives in the building. So, yo, listen. Valentine's, Valentine. We're in the middle of Valentine's. Jail. Not violent times, but it's Valentine's. It's not time for Valen. It's Valentine's. I, I know it's Valen. Okay, you can get where right. I'm from, though. All right, I got the patent on that word. All right, so listen. Valentine's is coming up Tuesday. You understand what I'm saying? People out there, marriage issues going on, trying to figure it out. You beefing with each other. You don't even know if you're going to buy each other a gift because you like, they just getting on your nerves and all that. Some of y'all ladies out there like, I already know my man ain't giving, getting a gift or whatever. Whatever the case is, whatever. And some of you dudes out here, you like, man, you just you just over it. So we're gonna talk about love, talk about marriage. How did what you it? go from that to segueing into love? That was a rough transition. I was really depressed for a second. I was gonna talk about love. Oh my god! I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying the people out there, they want to know. They want to, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, listen, we in here with our wives, we laughing, playing. 
it ain't always easy or whatever, but like, you know, we got smiles on our face. I could dig that. I yeah, you dig know that. what I'm saying? Y'all sitting close to your wives. It looks like, you know, the electricity's running through the room. Yeah. The world wants to know how you keep the electricity on. That's good. You know what I mean? And Jacksonville, we're going to give you real love. We're going to give you the good times, the bad times, the ugly times. I hope y'all ready. All right, so I got a question to start this off. And whoever can just jump at, all right? Can I just be honest real quick? That there's yes, like ma'am. a go, foot go and ahead, a half between cat. me and Jeremy. We're not at all close to each other. I just want to be really honest. I feel like we should get closer. Like you mean in physical proximity okay. right now? Well, they know me as Shirk Dog, not Jeremy, so never say my real name again <laughs> yeah. on the show. Oh, I didn't know who you were talking about because we don't call him Jeremy. Yeah, right? We I just call him Shirk, Shirk Dog, Dog. Babe. And Or you could just growl. If you go, then we'll know who you're talking about also. She knows what's up. Yeah, that's my bad. So check it out. Question for y'all, right? Y'all ready? Like, y'all been married. Y'all been doing this for a minute, right? Like, what are some some things you've learned the hard way? Like, if somebody's thinking about marriage right now, and you know what I'm saying, they dating and all that stuff, and they think about taking it and getting serious with it, or even if they're in a marriage already or whatever, and just they going through some really hard stuff there in those early stages, what are some things you think people need to know early on? You know what I mean? Mic drop. <laughs> that was the question of the year right there. So you're asking what what would we give people advice on? Or what would we yeah. say is the hard stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, what would you experience? Or what would be your advice? Like, you know, just that, that first early season. Like, what are some things that in y'all's marriage, in y'all's walk, y'all had to, like, wrestle with? You or know? maybe it's something that we wish we would have known. Exactly. I got something. Um, it was a weird transition that... We weren't always on a date. It was weird to be in the same house together and like not be always hanging out on a date and Jay would get a little, you know, he'd need a little space. And I'd be like, why are you in the corner not wanting to hang out with me right now? I feel like we're not connecting. And it took a long time. We had to talk it through that, you know, you're not on a date. You can be on a date 24 seven. You can't be on a date in bed and while you're brushing your teeth. And does that make sense? It's like when you're dating, whenever you're hanging out, it's like a date basically yeah. and then when you get married all of a sudden you're just with each other 24 7 yeah and but the expectation so far has been like we're always on a date yeah and now we're not on a date all the time because i need my space you know yeah, you know yeah. i i think i think early on too it was like really weird for me like um just the whole man like i think you know you know like yeah we're about to be one and all that good stuff you hear everybody say but like really coming to the understanding like and, and realizing how selfish I was, like I was just like, man, I didn't know I was this selfish, but I'm like, this is my wife. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's all in my space, demanding time, all that. Like my whole schedule is like, I don't even own it no more. I was like, that hit me pretty hard in the beginning. I had to get a hold of that. Ding, 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 ding. That's what I was gonna say. Like, marriage showed us how selfish we were. Um, you didn't realize how um, everything was about you until you had to share it with someone else. So I thought I was going to die in my marriage. <laughs> hey, Boo. Boo. You going to say something, Boo? Boo, you got to say something. Everybody is say something. She's going to come in real deep, some. too. Oh, okay. I got you. you know what? So this one of the things, too, right here, man. Like, I think, I think, I think one of the things, like, so just not too long ago, I was talking to my man, whatever, and he just got married or whatever, right? So... He hits me up and he's like, yo, Jay, he's like, I actually talked about this in church. So y'all might remember this. But he hits me up and he was all like down and depressed. And I was like, what's going on with you? He's like, man, I'm just I'm just struggling with temptation and all this stuff or whatever and everything else. And he's like, man, I just feel like such a fake. You know what I'm saying? And I said, well, why do you say that? He said, well, you know, we got married. It was the perfect marriage, perfect wedding. It was so beautiful. And he's like, I'm up there like this perfect guy in front of all these people getting married. He's like, but I'm really not that guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm struggling on the back end. And I and I, and I just started, it really hit me, whatever, and I started telling him, I said, man, I said, bro, number one, you and your wife is on some fake stuff straight off the bat. What's up? Okay, all right, sorry. Hey, we just had a weird moment, whatever, I'm back. But anyway, so, <laughs> so my man is like telling me whatever, he's like, yo, he said, man, you know, I just feel like I'm faking and all that good stuff. And I was telling him, I said, bro, like, you and your wife are starting off in this place where y'all, like, on this kind of hyper-religious thing where y'all think y'all, like, good folks. 
and y'all are not being honest about where you're at and you're not repenting and like you haven't even confessed any of your sin that you deal with and so you're in the back room kind of hiding with all of this shame when when you come together in a marriage like you know you have to be real about where you are y'all are both sinners and you have to lean into jesus christ and encourage every each other and everything else or whatever and i think a lot of people get trapped into that thing or whatever where it's like we're good we're perfect and it's like you walk with each other and you find out now we're actually both train wrecks or whatever and so i think that reality kind of creeps up and hits people in the head sometimes because they didn't start off with the real deal from the get-go yeah, what y'all yeah, say it, uh, it definitely hit me um just those first 30 days in man the first 30. week it's 30 30 you know right saying? like it it was it was crazy the first 30 days in was like you know it was like uh all type of uh challenges were coming up and me personally that i didn't feel like was necessary to be coming up at that time because i just got married i'm supposed to be this guy that everybody thinks i am and ready to take on this woman and take on just being this leader and you know the priest of your home and the provider and the protector yeah and yeah. i was like i don't want to protect nothing but myself right now like yeah. just leave me alone please because she get on my nerves she don't even have breakfast made for me every morning when i wake up uh, Ooh, that's a no shots okay. fired bong, bong. Uh, you know just all type of pig-headed chauvinistic like perceptions were just floating everywhere and on top of that i was just like I'm still gonna take care of my mama. I'm giving her money when I want to. Oh, it was boy. just bad. It was all. T- <laughs> Thank God for grace and growth. Not not to say moms, we don't love moms, we don't still help. Them. Shout out to moms, but it was just bad. The way I thought I was gonna be able to maneuver was uh, completely hey, off. Yes. Genesis 2, leave and cleave. You know what I'm saying? Leave, leave and cleave, cleave, man. Yeah, leave and cleave. It was hard. Jalen's doing prayer hands. Jalen, what? So what? You you responded to that. What was the other side of dealing with that like? How was you feeling? I was miserable. I felt like okay, you are supposed to be leaving, and we're your family now. Like I love I love Miss Christine, but I felt like we're your family, and you're supposed to be here with us and take care of us. And um, for those that know me, I kind of have a little control and spirit. Uh, no, Phil, you can't talk to the mic anymore. A, a, little, a little one. <laughs> a, a little controlling spirit. So I wanted to control him, and yeah, that didn't work very well. He wasn't my child. He was my husband. Nice word. Mm. Now that's beautiful. Mm. So I actually had that same type of issue where I grew up in, in, in a single mom home, and so I never had had a father figure or just for a man to take control, period. And so when I got married, that was my just learning curve of learning to allow a man to lead me and, you know, just um, be the decision maker because I was so used to that being a woman's job growing up. And so um, that was just really hard for me. And that was it took a while to kind of. I think your mom kind of hated me in the beginning too. You know what I'm saying? In yeah, the beginning, or I think, yeah, I think she likes me now. Whatever. Sure, but don't start that right. <laughs> I, 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 I think it might have been the one time that I told her that like, only get like I never buy my own boxer shorts and stuff that like girls do it or whatever when we're dating. Oh. I think from that moment she began to hate my guts. Oh my. I'd hate you too, my brother. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. Yeah, he he burned a lot of bridges with my mom. Burned a lot of boxers. And, and my mom was like, <laughs> my mom was already just dealing with a lot of hurt from you know my my father, and then you add Jay just kind of you know just not quite being. The man he is today is what I'll say. Straight bum, drug addict. That was good. <clears throat> beating on the door in the middle of the night. All that stuff. Completely nothing but the grace of God that we're even together. I have no idea how it happened, but it's nothing but Jesus. Grace and growth. Grace and growth, straight up and down for real. So listen, so Shirk Dog, I got a question for you. What's up? How do y'all, you know what I'm saying? How y'all keep the, the fire kindled in your romance? Oh, like... Oh, uh, 
not the fire fire. You don't have to go that deep, but just like, like how big a fire are we talking about? Just like you know, like you sh- dates. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dates. dates and all that. Like, what's that like? Like, you know what I mean? To be honest, Jay, we doing bad with it over here. Jay, we need Julie, to hear no, about no, 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 no. Y'all aren't doing bad. I'm doing bad. We literally, me and uh, my wife here, just had a conversation about a week ago that I I don't understand romance. Wow. Yeah. She told me. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's right. Okay, thanks for the confirmation that I'm a terrible person <laughs> and husband. Anyway, so, yeah. So, how do I keep the fire going romantically is, you know what it is, Jay. We're guys. We have a hard time connecting emotionally sometimes. Oh, Jen needs to say. Okay, I don't like the guy oh, card. That's hard yeah. to listen to. Because I yeah. feel like we're all kind of oh, little. buddy. You know what I'm saying? This is the Bill Radio Show. I'm starting to feel like we need to cut our visitors' <laughs> visit short here, you know. But so the fire know. is actually right now, it's it's happening in words and, you know, what we're trying to communicate here. But I think for Jared and I, we tend to be, like, best friends, and that's real easy for us. So kind of sometimes, you know, the romance, we have to be super intentional because we're joking around and we have the same type of humor. And it'll be, like, a few months that I just... Yeah, we will kind of like check in. Like, I don't know if I feel tended to on a romantic level. Like, I feel pursued and like, um, like you'd want to cling to me and like you look at me like, gosh, I got her. But you know, but we're like, we're jiving, we're best friends, we're doing life. So let me say this: the times I know when the fire is burning is when I um. I, man, when I tell my wife that she's beautiful and I mean it, not just like, hey, you're beautiful, you know, just to get my, you know, wordage in. But like when I actually see her as she really is, which is amazingly beautiful. I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. She's beautiful. And uh, hey. another thing that gets the stuff romantically going is when, man, I clean the house. Like Jen will take note anytime. I can do anything, and she knows what I do, whether it's doing the dishes, whether it's sweeping a random corner of the house. Fall back, brother. You're making this. My wife Jay, is over I'm here. I'm going to need Jay to take some notes on this. Jay, get, get your, your pen and paper out. out. Get your <coughs> Feels good in here. But Ooh, y'all heard that? <laughs> this, show may, this show may never end. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so I know she really appreciates just the help, um, and not even just help, but, like, me going out of my way to make the house clean because for her a clean house is a clean mind <coughs> you know what i'm my, saying my bad my wife just hit me in my ribs <laughs> sorry go ahead continue on uh yeah but i think just what she was saying like when she feels that she's a, a precious thing to me then that just makes her light up and actually blossom into who she really is can 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 we jump into to one of your to your song yeah hold on, hold on. before you do though i just want to read this bible verse because I heard Jen say this or whatever. She used the word intoxicated, right? Proverbs 5, 18 through 19 says this. says, may your fountain, this Valentine's Day is coming, so I'm going to read it in my, my slick voice. I don't, I don't even know what that means. But anyway, Give me that bare white, bro. That bare white. May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. A loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always. And listen to this last point right here, people. Well, well. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. Well. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, that's serious right there. Like, when I, like, like, because we just, I, I think, like, I know I'm joking around, but seriously, because Jen, you just said it. Like, a woman wants a man to look at her and be intoxicated with her. And, like, I've always used that word, too, that I think, like, in marriage, I suck at doing this. But to be in love and be intoxicated with each other, like, to really be drunk off the and it doesn't mean y'all are perfect and you're hitting all the points all the time but that you are always trying to out lavish each other with love i think that's a gangster thing and it's it's really really hard in our society most like everything in our society wants to pull us out of that like straight up draw our eyes to other things draw our hearts to other things yeah draw our motivations and everything else and uh so i think it's what's crazy is that's what god intended and we know when it happens because it feels different. Like we feel like, man, I really love my wife right now. But then the whole world is against it. And yeah. it's like a battle. And I think it's yeah. interesting that any time that you were not married and were living a single life, 
it was like a reverse. It was like so hard to get as many women to be intoxicated with as many women as you possibly could and vice versa. And then once you find you that woman and find that husband, it's like, nah, we're we, we going to go the total opposite way. We're not going to spend no time, no intimacy, no nothing. So it's just kind of crazy. That's well, when you play in the game, you go hard. Though. You do go hard when you play in you the game. You know what I'm saying? You and then do. you like kick back and you just get nonchalant with your wife and you stop appreciating them or they stop appreciating you or whatever like i think that's just like i mean like i think we're, we're hitting the point it actually is you have to work at staying intoxicated you really do i have to sit back every now and then and just appreciate what my wife does when it comes to uh, uh my my kids and when it comes to um just her being able to go from a job to coming home to trying to aid um me or uh uh, take care of the house like you know i have to sit back sometime and be like man she's pretty gangster and she's been doing it for a real long time so you know what i mean that's my when i see that thing walking around the house and be tweaking everywhere is like, that thing with an a in it it is <laughs> <laughs> that's All that's right. not this not for the view already it we'll say it's uh it's the glutes so we'll keep it there <laughs> okay all right I don't hold the phone Hey, oh Bill, it feels crazy. Anyway, this is Bill Radio, 103.7 hey, FM. Hey, we're married, man. Th- we you are just married. said breasts because it's in the Bible. Worship. It's in the Bible. It was in the Bible. So, that's all I'm 1320 saying. 1320 AM. Valentine's Day. Pure Radio. Shirk Dog, hit him with a song. So, we're going to get back. Because you know what? Me and Phil over here trying to dig ourselves out of a hole. But yours ended on a good note. So you take us into a song. All right, I can do that. I can do that. So basically, yeah, I think with everything we're saying, <clears throat> when we were dating, we tried to get girls to become intoxicated with us. And then when you get married, then it's no more of that. And you're just trying to become more and more intoxicated with your wife. And so that's the big switch up. And being married, the song I'm playing is called Vanish uh, by Christian Gray. It's been coming up on my phone and the beat is sick. That's the guy right there. That, he, he ought to and this is song, it starts off with, all I know is I don't know nothing. And when it comes to romance, that's what I feel like, uh, and I'm trying to learn. But anyway, banish Christian Gray. Hit him. Uh, all I know is I don't know nothing. Uh, I wish I had it figured out by now. My fair lady's in the dungeon. Yeah, my lovely London Bridge is falling down. Watching from the distance, wish I could make a difference, but I just make it difficult, so I'm grabbing my binoculars, cause I don't want to get close, I've done enough damage for the both of us, thinking I should hit the road, get invisible, vanish, but if I wait too long, you just made me go. was never really safe at bay uh, I've learned to love your shining armor uh, Don't forget to let me lead the way Watching from the distance Wish I could make a difference But I just make it difficult So I'm grabbing my binoculars Cause I don't wanna get close I've done enough damage for the both of us Thinking I should hit the road, get invisible, vanish. But if I wait too long, you just made me gone forever. And I can't leave you here. We gone. Mama used to tell me if it ain't broke, don't break it. So why I'm trying to fix what's broke with no payment? No payment, I ain't have enough for the day.
damages So I put it down before I damage us Disappear, I'm sure this appears as apathy Now you mad at me and it's tragic We are drowning in an ocean of your tears Wells, and I'm more like a whale in that well Killer, toxic to my damsel in distress So I step back, watching you just handling the stress Try to wait it out, trying to let you do you But I make them vows, I don't want to lose you Ready or not, here I come Ali, Ali, oxen free, my dear, I run Whether false or the Titanic Sink or swim, I promise you I won't vanish But if I wait too long You just may be gone forever And I can't leave you here We gon' disappear together Welcome back to the Bill Radio Show, Pure Radio 103.7 FM, 1320 AM. This is Shirk Dog. It's Valentine's Day in three days and counting. You have three days, fellas, 72 hours to get your lady something. What are you going to get? What are y'all going to get your wife for Valentine's Day? My wife is sitting next to me or whatever because I've put so much into the gift that I'm going to get her. Um. I don't want to talk about it because I don't I don't want her to get any hints as to what it might be. Um, you have something to say, babe? So the record is when Jay says things like that, there is no gift, no thought of a gift. This is the first time that he's even had to think of the idea of a gift. Jay, you know it's Valentine's Day in three days. When did they when did they move that? Like because the same day every year. My calendar. And by the way, calendars, they're out the door for Jay. Like dates, nothing like that. He doesn't know the date of Christmas. Hey, Jay, what's your uh, anniversary? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jay, what's your, <laughs> what's your anniversary? Man. He doesn't know, Jeremy, but you know what? So these are the, so since, you know, we were going to talk about this, these are the types of things, you know, I mean, that you just have to have a lot of grace and mercy for in marriage. Because when you have a husband with a certain type of personality, dates and scheduling and things like that aren't really at the top of his priority list. Can, can I just say something to my defense? Yeah, please For all do. the people out there listening or whatever, because you're probably like, man, this guy's, you know, he's... <laughs> He's a bad guy. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what you're probably out there thinking or whatever, right? But listen, we have eight kids at number nine on the way, all right? I don't even know how to tie my shoes anymore, all right? I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Matter of fact, I'm not even here. I'm still in the car. I'm in the car getting a nap right now, and just my body's in here on autopilot, all right? That's how life is for me. So I can't remember nothing. I know I love my baby, and that's what I'm, I'm rolling with. Oh. And I'm going to let y'all know something. So... I said all of that, and for some people, you know, that would be like a huge issue. But I have come to actually, I don't mind. I, I don't mind whatsoever. And like, I, I wouldn't want anybody at this point in time that did was that was all about schedules and things like that because I mean, it just wouldn't be you. There's that's, a lot of that's eye what contact I'm talking about, girl. That's so a lot of eye contact. That's let's, my let's, boo. Let's tone it down a but little bit. But we said that. Like, people probably think we're faking, but we looked at each other. We looked in the eyes that while was we real. was having that conversation. It's my baby. I love you. That's why I love you. You know I'm a mess, and you still roll with me. You know what I mean? All right, let's move forward. This is getting too much for Valentine's Day. Well, Jay, just to your defense, I'm the woman who can't remember dates. And nice. I picked our anniversary on the very first day of the month in October so that I wouldn't forget what the date was and one year I forgot Bill's birthday. It was pretty bad. And wow. when I found out that she picked the first to so that she could remember, like, I was like, I felt like I had been bamboozled. Um, Cause I was like, I'm gonna just sit back and let her do this. But, you know, I remember dates and you know, that time she forgot my birthday, it was just like, you know, I was, during that time it was a whole lot going on and, um, 
you know, I was just hoping that she would be like, you know, happy birthday, boo, and things like that. She let me get up and get dressed, walk out the door. And I fussed. And just fussing. and That, that sucks. Man. And then, then she didn't even take me to work. She was like, I'm going to drop you off and you're going to catch the bus. <laughs> so I was, at, I was at the bus uh, bus stop and I called her back. It was just like, hey, hon, um, so anything going on today that you you and I maybe want to talk about? She was like, nothing. Nothing. Like, she was just, no. She's like, why are you calling me right now? Yeah. I'm at work. You it was, left, it was pretty bad. Jalen, I'm feeling real bad for you right now. Um, Thank you. But you know what? I've learned, just like you learned, Alana, I've learned that we balance each other out and we really help each other. <laughs> we balance each other out. And there really is some moments that we actually help each other and that we actually get to a, a place to where we complement those things that we are lacking. And it, it works out. It's a great thing. So. I, I don't feel like you looked me in my eyes like Jay did. Alana. I mean, what do else do you want me to do? <laughs> okay, that's too close. Too close. <laughs> you you know what, people? Y'all can't see us up in here, but it's 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 really really beautiful. What's going on? You know what? I got a question for y'all. Like, this is for the ladies, actually. Like, when y'all were dating, right? When y'all were dating your men, what 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 do you remember about it? Like, what, anything like during the time you were dating? Like, what made you feel like? This is that guy. This is that guy I'm rolling with forever. What was that moment? Cause you know we got some we got some people out there. They they dating right now and and they're they're trying to figure out if that's the other person, or whatever. Like, what was it for y'all that made you know like this is the one? You know what I mean? Yeah, and just pick one moment. I know there's a bunch to choose from, so just keep it to one. <laughs> we gotta keep it brief. Anyway. Give me the microphone back. <laughs> I mean, shirt dog. I'm sorry. So for me, it was. Um, he showed me so much attention from the from the his first call to me. He was just like, I mean, he constantly called. He came over all the time. I mean, he would call me just random times during the day just to ask what I was doing. And um, it was it was just that like I could tell that he was really into me and he just, you know, it was just that attention factor for me. I was like, OK, OK, this dude, he. He cares for real. I love you, girl. Use your eyes. She had me call up, you know, there's a gaze on it. Like it was like, I was in love with you, boo. It's just what it is, what it is. You know what I mean? Anybody else? Um, I think with Jer, it was him. Um, I got to just try and say that once. Come on, give it to us, Jen. It give it to us. Just say the shirt dog and do the growl, please, Jen. No. Come on, Jen. <laughs> with. Hey, Jen, I'm about to read Ephesians 5. <laughs> Um, about submitting to your husband oh. and whatever stuff. That's another oh. question we got coming up. Don't so. do it. Oh, you're Don't probably in some hot water. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say that to my pastor. I'm in trouble. Um, uh, shirk dog. Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> no, go, that wasn't shirk. a dog. <laughs> um, yeah, there was like a really small angry dog. Uh, I can't remember what I was saying Shh, with um the guy next to me for me it was he always asked me questions I came from a town where like everyone just kind of talked to you all day and I felt like I was the most intriguing human and you know I didn't really think that in my life and Jer shirk dog asked me like 45 questions a minute we would just sit down and everything I said he's like really why why would you think that is that because of your dad was that because your upbringing and I remember thinking, like, oh, I feel so interesting. Um, but I wow. will say, if you're Play giving, it. like, yeah. <laughs> if you're giving, like, advice to, like, oh, like, what was it that made me think I was going to marry a man? Like, there was no man who was going to walk up on me and convince me that men were good to marry. Like, I just came up with a really hard example of what men were and – that's really reconciled in my life. I love my father. But there were a lot of things that taught me bad trust issues on what men and how they interacted with women. I don't think there was something Jer Shirk Dog could have done that would have 
fulfilled the brokenness in my heart and and been like oh well that's it I can trust him because I mean I can't trust him last week and we've been married for four years because so I think for like to know it's like wh- where are you as the woman and like where are you with God and what has he told you about being a daughter to him and who you are to him that's the only way I was ready for shirk dog or I would have just passed him by for sure wow that's gangster you know what I loved about that like, this is kind of off the subject, but, like, how in the beginning you wouldn't call him Shirk Dog, but as you start talking about y'all's, you know what I'm saying, how intrigued he was with you, like, I think you said, like, Shirk Dog, like, eight times. It's like it was, like it was falling did. in love all over again. And this is what yeah. we're talking about, people. This is the Veal Radio Show Valentine's Day special, where you show you the progression of, of, submission. Ma- of submission and marriage and love and romance. It's a beautiful thing. Now, nah, babes, it's your turn. Go ahead on and lay it on them Late. slick. Hit, hit us, Jalen. So, yeah, that was awesome, Jen, but mine's not going to be that way. (laughs) (laughs) No, on the real. Phil stole my heart. He really did. Um, He came into my life um, in a time where I wasn't looking for anyone. I had been single for like almost two years, and I was like, yes, Jesus, thank you. I love this singleness, and then he came in and stole my heart. Um, And he really, once I allowed him to meet my daughter, um, he really embraced her and took her in like she was his. And then I just saw his his heart um, for God that he had, and um, I saw like the love that he had for, um, for God, and he was a worshiper, and I just was like, man, he is awesome. And then he met he my dad. Awesome. He is. He's awesome, though. He is. And then um, I started seeing characteristics of my dad in him and was like, man. Like good stuff? Like good stuff. Yeah. Like good stuff of my dad. I love my dad. Like my dad is the best dad ever. And I saw some of those same characteristics in Phil. And I was like, man, okay, I, I, I make it do this because I didn't want him at first. Wow. You didn't want me at first, but like you said, I stole her heart. Thug life, love, all day, every day. <laughs> yes! I, yes. G- I got a feeling that it was just the first time he laid down that little soulful voice of his. Yeah. That uh, her whole defense and walls just crumbled. Yeah. No, listen. Like, Phil wouldn't sing to me personally. Like, when I met Phil, I was um, I saw him, and I said, man, you are a dope rapper, but how come I only heard of you in Jacksonville? And Phil looked at me like I was small. And then I was like, hey, I really want to work with you and help you with your music. And I became his PR person. And he wanted to date me. And I said, no, I'm moving to Miami. And I don't want to date anybody. I didn't care. I stole the heart. Thug life, love. <laughs> I fired her as my PR person. was like, listen, you're going you gonna to be with me. You know what I'm saying? I pursued her. You know, I did the best I could. And I said, yes. <laughs> Yo, so I want to... Jen, do I give you any thug life love or? Yeah, babe, all the time. <laughs> yeah, thug life love, shirk style. <laughs> Yo, listen, this is the Ville Radio, 103.7 FM, 1320 AM. Yo, Phil Ely, you haven't hit us with a song yet. Yeah, I got a song, and I'm going to let my beautiful uh, good thing uh, bring us in with this song. This song is so special to me, and I know it's special to her because this is actually the song that she walked down the aisle on. And we found the song. This is an independent artist, and like this person is not even known all over the world, but she might be now. But this song is so beautiful, and when we heard it, we was like, oh, my God, this is that joint. So let them know what it is. So the name of the song is called Marry Me by Sherry Call. It's an awesome and an amazing song. I hope you guys like it. Yo, this is the Ville Radio. The love is in the air. Baby, is it time to set the date? I'm shaking and my heart can hardly wait. And everybody wants to know the fate of this forever. A suit and I'll wear white. We'll make your mom and daddy dance all night. Underneath the stars that shine so bright when we're together. And at the end. 
With the rice on the floor and the friends gone away All that will matter to me is you It's meant to be Mary and me Baby, when you finally wear my ring Gonna hear a thousand angels sing With heaven in the distance echoing So sweetly Your sister's gonna wear a satin dress The cake is gonna make a great big mess My mother's gonna cry when you confess That you need me at the end of that day When we walk out the door And you whisk me away All that will matter to me is you It's meant to be Hey, listen, I just want to break this, you know, this sweet party up and all that good stuff or whatever. Stir the um, hornet's nest. You know, we're going to get into something serious or whatever real fast. We, we don't got that 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 long left. Um, I just want to read a scripture to everybody real fast. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the subject matter is something that a lot of couples um, stumble over. And, um, you know, particularly married couples. So it's Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. Let me just read this to you real quick. I'm going to run it all the way through. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. That's where the bomb drops right there. So we're going to talk about that, but I'm going to keep on reading. It says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body. Jen Shirky, are you okay? She's yeah, I'm doing real good. Okay, all right. You're just, you're just moving funny. All right, I'm just checking. All right. So um, <laughs> the, uh, the for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by, wa- by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ in the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. It's on the table. What y'all want to do with it? What's, what are we going to say about the submit thing? My wife is yanking the mic. I'm because I think that it would um, just start up some conversation. So is um, the wives, well, is the husbands love your wives? Is it, are the two things independent or are they dependent? Because I've heard people say that husbands love your wives, you know, 
if the husband, like I've heard people say, if the husband is not loving me, then I am not to submit. So are they independent of each other? It's a question of the day. Well, let me say it like this. If it was dependent on each other, then that really wouldn't follow the model of Christ being loving us when we don't love him back. So it can't be dependent because Christ isn't dependent on our actions towards him. He already did it anyway for all of our sins and iniquities. Shirk dog. Yes, I agree, shirk dog. So. So so they're independent of each other, meaning that we are to submit to our husbands regardless of how we feel he is loving us and vice versa also. Well, well, hold on. So I would also say that can be abused in a lot of ways. Most definitely. Because I wouldn't say a a wife should uh, like submit to her husband who's verbally abusing her or physically abusing her. Like, because husbands I know in the past have used this scripture for that reason. And that's where it gets really murky. So we are responsible for our own selves, but we also have to be aware of like, if this person's actually physically harming us or endangering us, that's a whole different story. Most definitely. You know, I think, like, I think that's a really good good point, Shirk, because this, people are so afraid of this scripture. I know a lot of women are afraid of just the whole idea of submission because it has been abused by men have used this scripture to be abusive on so many levels and they think it actually means like do what i say do when i say do it and that is not what this scripture is saying i mean when we when we read through it and it talks about husband love love your wives in verse 25 um, as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. This is actually giving the weightier um, job to the husband. It's saying wife submit to your husbands, but it's also calling for the husbands to actually lay down their life for their wife. And, you know, so I know a lot of people have a lot of tension in between this conversation, but I guarantee you nobody has a problem submitting to somebody that's willing to literally die for them and lay down their life for their good. Um, that type of person is extremely trustworthy. And I think that's the model Christ was building in the church when he's saying, husbands, sanctify your wife. And I think there's a, a big point in the, in the scripture here, too, is that a lot of men, you know, we just know this from us having to counsel people, married couples and everything. They kind of expect their wives, wives to be perfect. So it's like she's not acting right. She's not perfect. She's in, in everything else. But the Bible says to actually sanctify your wife. So it's already assuming that she's not perfect and you're not perfect either, but it calls us to lavish each other with love. And like it's saying women submit to your husbands. And at the end it says to respect your husband. And it's saying husbands love your wife like Christ loves the church. And it says like no man has ever hated his own flesh, but he nourishes it and cherishes it. So like when we're talks about when we're talking about being intoxicated with your um, partner before, like, this is a picture of it. You know what I mean? What y'all got to say? Uh, man, it is a it is a challenging word. Anytime for guys or girls, men or women, that you're called to do something else that requires you to lower yourself and put someone else before you, it's going to make us fussy. It's going to make us angry, and we're going to debate whether we should do it, why we shouldn't do it. But at the end of the day, Christ lowered himself lower than anyone for everyone. And if we're reflecting that and we actually get the gospel, then it's going to be a lot easier for us to understand that, you know, I'm going to lift my spouse before me and I'm going to honor and love them the best I can. And I think the roles are different. You know, like that's a question we're asking at the Ville Church right now. What's the difference between manhood and womanhood? Like we have a uh, we're going through this book on Saturday mornings at the Ville Church at 8 a.m. It's called Stepping Up, A Courageous Call into Manhood. And we're talking about that. There are big differences in our responsibilities and our roles here on earth. And that God actually gave us different responsibilities, but we're called to fulfill and um, obey what God's called us to do. Straight up. Yo, ladies, can y'all chime in on this conversation? Like, can hit, hit me with something on the submit thing. Like, 
What pushes your buttons with? Where do you see men overstepping their boundaries with this? And like, what do we got? One minute left? Um, I grew up in a household where I thought it was used, not in abuse, but it was abused. And to me, I think a lot of men lean on it as like the, when their logic fails and they become incapable of doing what they're called to do, they lean on that as an excuse. So it was very hard for me in marriage to let that go. But I think that just comes back to trusting that for us as women, our, our ultimate husband is Christ. Um, and so we have that model and true actual comfort and shelter in him. And in that we can actually, I can't concentrate with you. You got it. You got it. You got, uh, I don't know, 20 seconds. Go. Uh, Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Woo! Kill Dropping him. that heat. Listen, listen, y'all have a good Valentine's out there. This is the Ville Radio Show. We love y'all. We hope this was helpful. Peace. See you next week. What up, y'all? This is Amani, and you are now listening to the Ville Radio Show on Pure Radio. What up, y'all? This is your boy, Big Phil. Listen, I hope y'all enjoyed that special edition of the Bill Radio Show, Valentine's Day edition, when we brought the wives out. We'll see y'all next week, 6 p.m., same place, same station, same time. Yes! Ooh, ooh, ooh.